trial of Burkina Faso um, uh, president uh, Thomas Sankara has been postponed to October the 25th. Sankara was uh, shot dead 34 years ago, long time ago, uh, by soldiers during a coup in October 1987, which saw his close friend Blaise Campiore come to power. Sankara was only 37, very young. Campiore is among the 14 accused, but he's currently in exile in, in Ivory Coast. And now we speak to David Zumenau, a senior research consultant at the Institute for Security Studies. Good afternoon to you. Welcome to the show, David. Good afternoon, Glenn. Good afternoon to your colleagues. Good afternoon to the listeners. Good to have you on the show this lovely Wednesday afternoon. Uh, David. Likewise, likewise. I always listen to you. So pleasure talking to you. Excellent. So, David, firstly, give us um, a brief recap on who Thomas Sankara was and his impact on the African agenda. Well, Thomas Sankara is a young leader. Uh, so, as you said, 37 years old, yeah. but very, very bright and very ahead of his time. Mm. Uh, at the time where, you know, Africa was still in confusion, we got yes. independence, but we were not independent. And uh, leaders, African leaders, who were very nationalist, uh, who want to change things, who want to improve the life of their citizens, started emerging. I think we think about Patrice Mumba in uh, Zaire, now Democratic Republic of the Congo. And you think about Thomas Sankara in Burkina Faso, mm. who saw the misery of his people and said, life needs to change. I want to reduce the, the, the life, of the, the cost of living of politicians and use that money to empower my people, mm. uh, make them self-reliant, uh, empower women, give them rights, make them key actors in socioeconomic development, and take Burkina Faso from the begging uh, a country to a self-reliant country. And that's also changed the name of the country from Mouot Volta, Upper Volta to Burkina Faso, which means the country of men with integrity. Mm. But uh, that stands at that time in the geopolitical context of the 1980s did not go well with those who want to maintain Africa in poverty and misery. Mm. I mean, when, when he passed away, he was he was just 37. Do we know how old was he uh, when he took power? He took power when he was 34. Wow. He just completed he just completed his training in Madagascar mm. and returned to establish a commando uh, a, a camp in Po in his uh, uh, city mm. where he trained other 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 uh, soldiers simply mm. to to assume the independence of of their country and the ideals that he has been cherishing been defending remain at the core of the social movement that we saw in 2015 which brought down Blaise Compaore and added pressure on the new government to save justice to seek the truth about what happened to Compaore who were part of the plot, be it locals, nationals, or external actors, and the family need to know what happens to their loved one who were killed, 14 of them, as you mentioned. Mm. Tell us about the, you know, the significance of, uh, of the trial, or this trial, and why it took so long to be heard. 
I think to start from the latest part of your question, mm. it took long because the beneficiaries of the coup were in power. Ah. Blaise Compaore was in power for 27 years with the protection of his uh, external godfathers. Wow. He is in control of justice. And uh, most of Sankara Krosnoy were also forced to live in exile. His wife was living in France. So there was no possibility for justice to be, to be served. Now that Compaore uh, is in exile, mm. and by the way, he changed his citizenship to become an Ivorian citizen mm. and living in, in, in Cote d'Ivoire just to escape justice, uh, people believe that the political change brought about by the revolution 2015 uh, should provide, provide an impetus for, for justice. So this trial is very important for two reasons. The first one is that... Uh, those hero, African heroes who were killed uh, on duty because they were defending uh, uh, the defending the continent will probably be honored symbolically through this one. So mm. it has a unique symbolic importance Absolutely. for all those guys, including Amika Cabral, including uh, 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 Patrice Lumumba, and uh, including Batlimi Buganda in Central African Republic, uh, Silvanus Olympio in, uh, in Togo, all those guys who were killed simply because they were defending the real Africa. The second uh, importance of this trial, if it has to be concluded, is simply to allow the, the, the families to come to terms with their people. Because imagine that these guys were gunned down uh, and then the death certificate says they were they, they, they were dead uh, of malaria. See. That's what is written on the death certificate. So how far can we go in terms of denying uh, uh, the respect that we owe to our dead people or concealing the truth about the tragedy that the country is going through? So this is the dark period of, of Burkina Faso, and we hope that the justice will be completed and then the families will come to terms with their grievances by knowing exactly what happened to their fathers, their mothers, and their sisters. And so Campiore is being tried in absentia after fleeing to Ivory Coast. Does this take anything away from this trial? I don't think so. Mm. I think the, there have been many witnesses' accounts, and yes. uh, the pre-trial uh, uh, exercise has been thorough. Uh, now sitting with uh, almost 20,000 uh, uh, documents to, to go through, also waiting for a particular stakeholder, France, to collaborate by opening the secret archives that will help to know exactly what role has France played in, uh, in, in, in this process, the whole thing. And also another country that is very important to know is Cote d'Ivoire, Africa's. What role has Cote d'Ivoire, mm -hmm. former president, Félix Oufouet-Boyin, also played in the assassination of the young leaders mm -hmm. who were simply advocating for Africa not to pay their debts because they do not get those debts for socioeconomic development, they're simply to pop in up dictatorship which have not served the continent. Very interesting there, David. So finally, David, what can we expect when the trial resumes on October the 25th? I believe you'll be watching this one like a hawk.
I think the young generation, African generation, mm. disappointed by political and socioeconomic condition of the continent, are waiting in anticipation to see uh, the sentence that's going to be, uh, the verdict that's going to come out of that trial. We know it's not going to bring Basankara uh, 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 back to life or all those people who have been killed because of their position on, on African nationalism. Yeah. But at least we'll send, we'll send a strong message that political crimes cannot remain unpunished. And that's very fundamental today that we need to know. It's simply to dissuade new candidates, African presidents, from turning their ground against their colleagues, their friends, by weakening state institutions and establishing political violence as ways to govern and to maintain power. David Zunmenau, thank you so much for your insights and all the best. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Pleasure. There you go. David Zunmenau, the senior research consultant. Uh, So, Lelo, I believe you'll be watching this one like a hawk. I've been following... Because you know a lot about... um, about Thomas Sankara and the yeah. history of mm. uh, of Burkina Faso. I mean, I've been uh, watching the developments over the years, and every time, like I'd see the president there, uh, Blaise Campo on the TV screen, mm. I'd have some kind of feelings mm. because of just how I feel about Thomas Sankara. Mm. Yeah. And then, what do you think about the Ivory Coast? I think they should do th- they should do the right thing. They should do the right thing. They should actually, but I don't know what are the diplomatic uh, relations between the two countries. But the Ivory Coast, should, they should do the right thing. They should Ubuntu, do the right thing. Ubuntu. Yeah, yeah. You were saying nothing. I'm saying they're refusing to extradite. I'm him, sure they really are. Sad. Yeah, and both are African countries. So what's the problem? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know what's sad is the cover up after you know cover up of all these years because remember how the government quickly buried Sangara's body and said he died of natural mm. causes. Yeah, malaria. And his body could only be exhumed after Kampare was out of power. Imagine. And then when they when they saw his body, they saw that it was riddled with bullets. He had dozens of bullets in him. And yeah. the people that he would that, that were shot with him, I think there were about twelve people that were shot with him. That one or two bullets. He had dozens of bullets yeah. pumped into him. Yeah. It's just sad. Cold-blooded it's a hard, murder. It's, it's a heartbreaking story. Mm. You know, and I think what's also important is the fact that he was such a young leader. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, with fresh ideas. And yeah, he could have been exemplary to the entire continent. Mm-hmm. That you know, to be started. a leader, you don't started. have to be. You he don't have to started. be. Yeah. You don't have to be seventy to be a leader. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Which is what a lot of people on the continent, even overseas, even in America, have been saying that why is it that you need to be sixty or seventy to be a leader? To lead. yeah. You know, to be a head of state. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like what David was saying. He was ahead of his time. He really way was. ahead of his time.